What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Limitless Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan. And I'm your co-host, Drew. And together, we're here to help you all become the men you want to be one day at a time. All right, so this is now episode six. It's all about genes in this one. It's really exciting, and I think first things first, just to stay up to date with what we're doing on the podcast, definitely check out our Instagram at LMTLS underscore LLC. Uh, check us out on there. You're going to see different outfit ideas, product recommendations. You'll see the product recommendation doc. And on there, you're going to see all the, these different pieces that we are recommending for you guys. And just something that we're not sponsored. So we are rec- recommending these out of the, the research that we put behind it and all these great testimonies, reviews, and so on just about these pieces and from personal experience as well. We've got a super exciting episode coming up for you guys today, something that we've been wanting to talk about for a while. We're finally transitioning from the upper body of your closet foundations down to your lower body, so it's going to be pants, pants, pants going forward. So we're super excited. Drew, what are your thoughts? I'm excited for that. We spent a lot of time on the shirts, the polos, the sweaters, the hoodies, the t-shirts. That's a mouthful right there. And... and Now it's exciting because, yeah, we're transitioning and I think we've laid a good foundation for like the main parts of any guy's outfit. It's going to be the top, right? Any of the pieces I mentioned. And with that, it's like, cool. Now you need to know what goes well with the rest of the the outfit. (laughs) Exactly. The bottom is oftentimes considered the base of your outfit. If you don't get your pants right, no matter how great your sweater, your hoodie or your button-down shirt is fitting. If you mess up the pants, the whole outfit is going to look completely whack. So this begins the second half of the Closet Foundations, where we're going to be taking a look at all things related to pants. And to kick off today's episode, we're going to be starting off with everybody's favorite, jeans. All right, Jordan, you want to give them a little breakdown of these fun facts? And yes, we're flipping the... I guess, narration style for this episode. Yeah, we figured it's the second half of the season, so why not? (laughs) So, (laughs) it's really interesting because we oftentimes think of jeans as a really common staple in our closet. I think every guy, every girl that we know owns at least one pair of jeans. And it's really fun to look at because the average American actually owns seven pairs of blue jeans. Think about it. These are like blue jeans in different variations. So these are extremely common for people to wear. Drew, how many pairs of jeans do you have? Dude, seven pairs. I, I'm just going back to that. I'm like, how can you have seven pairs? And you know when you say that, it, I'm imagining in my head, seven pairs of the same wash or style, whatever it is. And it just seems <laughs> insane. But, but when you, let's say, maybe just take out that blue aspect, but they're like seven different pairs of jeans, right? I can see how that makes sense. Because I know I have, let's say, a pair of, medium kind of blue or regular blue wash a dark wash a black a lighter pair and so i think i i have four ones that i wear consistently but one that's missing i think for me to consider myself to be have a full closet of jeans would be a nice gray pair of jeans but otherwise Mm. i'm pretty good (laughs) what about you yeah i've got different shades of blue i've got different shades of black too i've got a more lighter black and a more pure jet black pair of jeans i've got the light denim i've got gray jeans so yeah i i love my jeans but that's also because i've been experimenting a lot with them recently in terms of finding the right one 
And we'll touch on that a little bit in terms of figuring out the fit, but it's been quite the journey for me to find that right pair of jeans. So, well, I'm glad you're taking, you're you're taking what we've been preaching, and really on that journey because now for a pair of jeans. But we've been saying, guys, you're gonna need to experiment a bit to get the right item of clothing, whatever it is, whether it's a t-shirt or jeans or a shirt. So, remember, we're practicing what we preach. <laughs> well said, my guy. So coming back to jeans, they were originally first known as waist overalls and initially worn by factory workers, which, as we mentioned with a lot of our other pieces, like hoodies and sweaters, for example, they served a very functional purpose in protecting factory workers and keeping them safe in these working conditions. But soon afterwards, once they started coming out of the factory, they became a fashion staple in general American culture and have since then become global with so many different companies selling different types of jeans. They were first seen as a form of rebellion, kind of like t-shirts. So if you look back to like that 60s style with the white t-shirt, the black leather jacket, and the cuffed up jeans, blue denim specifically, that was kind of that rebellious teen outfit that was super popular back in the day. But nowadays, it's not really the case anymore because, again, everybody has a pair of jeans. It's considered a common staple and not just every guy's wardrobe, but every person's wardrobe. So it's incredibly important that you get this right. There are great ways to wear jeans, but there's also really terrible ways to wear jeans. And if you mess this up, your entire outfit is going to be completely whack. We're here to help you always be in the former and always be looking great while you're wearing jeans. But in order to do that, it's really important to first learn the anatomy of the pair of jeans. So that way you can get a better sense of how exactly they contribute to outfits. On that note now, we, we're going to have to transition into like the materials for the jeans. So that's how, as Jordan's saying, you can really see how these pieces contribute to your outfit how they should fit, and how they're going to add just overall to that look and that style and kind of that notion and vibe you're giving off. So starting off with the, the the material that everyone knows, or at least hopefully we've heard, you have heard of, denim. So denim is this dyed cotton yarn. It's kind of woven in this warp-based style. It's breathable. It's moisture-wicking. So it has these great properties there. But where it lacks is the stretch uh, so it doesn't have this strong stretch component. So you really need something like spandex kind of woven into it. It's going to let you wear them every day uh, with ease and without having to feel like you've been restricted and you can't really move at all. So moving from denim into the different kinds of denim, actually. So we're going to start with the most basic of the basic raw denim. So this is not washed or treated and it's generally worn for like up to a year without washing. And this is to really ensure it sticks and forms to your body raw denim often comes in a really unique color right it's sort of like a i don't know how to describe the shade of blue that it's in but it's a it's a different shade of blue than you would expect your regular pair of jeans right yeah and like touching on the fact that it's usually worn for up to a year without washing man like that's insane <laughs> but that's what makes it have that unique feel to it i think in my opinion right that's what makes a stand out from regular jeans and has that unique flair to it especially if you're wearing it with other pieces that's definitely true it's going to give off a different vibe it's you'll be able to tell how they actually differ from the the jeans that have the denim and spandex but it's definitely a commitment to do that Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so get ready to be uncomfortable probably for the first month or two months but then after that hopefully it starts uh, forming to your body (laughs) then the next one is this sanferized denim 
it's a more modern denim and it's through the sanforization process which is basically a washing process it leads to a softer but less durable denim so maybe like when you go to a fast fashion store or just any of the more common stores nowadays if you feel this denim that honestly doesn't feel like denim it could feel like it's like a suede type of cotton or like a really nice cotton you're probably confused you're like wait a second i thought this was supposed to be denim it's likely a form if not entirely this type of denim that is going to give it that softer feel but as you've probably noticed with some of these fast fashion stores maybe they don't last as long so that's maybe a key indicator that it's this kind of denim so they're great properties but you can't have it all if you guys have heard of jeggings for girls sort of like the skin type jean leggings that girls sometimes wear they're made of this sanforized denim. It allows it to really stick skin tight to girls' legs, but they're not that durable. And at the end of the day, they're called jeggings for a reason. They have the same durability as any other pair of regular leggings. So think of that when you're thinking of sanforized denim. But for guys, it's not so skin tight, but more so a little bit more structured. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you won't be getting that same durability as, let's say, a regular denim processing or even raw denim for that matter definitely so that's a that's a key distinction so just be on the lookout for that now stretch denim this is the the next real type of denim that it's similar to spandex or it has spandex rather so it has some of the properties it has or it, it can have this other maybe type of stretching material as a substitute for spandex but either way it's going to have this stretch and it's nowadays usually used in skinny jeans and possibly slim uh, slim fit jeans so it, it's really to provide this kind of athletic mobility so that way if for some reason you're getting off let's say work and you're going to a picnic or a barbecue there's no need <laughs> to really change you'll be fine and now next is crushed denim this is best for jackets and guys actually if you see some girls wearing denim skirts it's very likely crushed denim it's the most common one it's, it has this different weave that just allows it to be worn consistently it's very durable and can give off that slightly uh more rugged look at times finally we touch on acid wash denim and this has this kind of modeled look by washing raw denim and really really strong acid so you know those different jeans you've probably seen uh, that feel like they have blots of color or blots of like fading or just like different spots of this yellowing or brown or white whatever based on the acid used like that's likely that kind of denim this acid wash like if you guys seen jeans with a whole bunch of spots on them like they've been bleached it probably means they're they've been washed with acid and they it looks like that typical acid wash denim so it's a it's a unique style some people really like it some people don't but if that's your preference then at least now you know where it comes from yes just uh make sure you're not taking them straight out of any acid and putting them on it's gonna feel uh quite quite horrible well, quite <laughs> unpleasant i think to put it nicely <laughs> yes now actually now we're gonna move on to the types now this is actually key for Honestly, for jeans, this is probably the one section we would say you really need to pay attention to because this is going to set your outfit apart from anyone else. Because if, if you have the right wash or let's say color that goes with the outfit, great. But if they don't fit well, it doesn't even matter. Like we preach on this channel, fit is king. Yes, 100%. So the ones that you should really stick to or care about for at least 90% of uh, you guys out there, are like the slim fit or a slim straight, or this type of tapered, 
or even a straight fit. So, oh, so touching first on this slim. A slim fit has this more fitted kind of cut. It's slightly more room than skinny jeans. So it is a bit on the slimmer side, uh, hence the name. And this is more so for guys who honestly aren't too skinny, but they have a little bit of muscle. Next, we're moving on to slim straight. So this is a slim fit in your hips and your thighs. So it's kind of mimicking the slim fit overall. But then where it really starts differing is that it has a straight silhouette through the rest of your legs. So for those who are genetically gifted and you have uh, bigger calves, one, I'm jealous, but two, this is going to be great for you. <laughs> and it's going to go well with boots or sneakers. So you have a lot of different choices here. Tapered jeans, they combine the straight and skinny fits. However, they have, let's say, more narrow legs. But in your thighs, that's where you're going to get some room back. So if you're more athletic and you have this very strong athletic build, this is ideal for you. Oh, I love tapered jeans. They're my favorite ones. The problem I've had with slim straight jeans is that, yes, they're roomy in my thighs, which I do have pretty big quads. But because of the fact that I, unfortunately, have skinny calves, the cut as soon as like the ankle opening is not as tapered as i would like it to be and so it ends up coming off a little bit baggier on the bottom again that could be your preference and you really like that but personally for me i like it to be a little bit more rounded and fitted around the cap area as well so taper jeans really come in handy with that by giving that more narrowed leg while still providing the roominess in the thigh that i'm looking for personally fit is king fit is king now the final one that we really, really recommend is straight. Now, this is basically just straight down from your hips and thighs to your leg opening. So it's kind of really great for those who may be big and tall, or if you have like an insane amount of muscle and you're that ripped or even tapered is too tight for you, like props to you. Uh, <laughs> but this is really great because it, it still portrays a nice classic look and it's very clean too. And it's also great for people who want kind of off-duty looks. This is probably the more roomier of the looks that we've talked about so far, but this is as roomy as I think is okay. The next ones we'll kind of touch on a little bit are ones that you should definitely avoid, either because they're too skinny or they're too relaxed and way too roomy and baggy. Yeah, so the ones you really need to avoid, starting first with skinny. So the skinny fit or skinny jeans in general, they're way too narrow and they're way too close fitting throughout your leg. It's a, such a narrow leg opening where it looks like you're wearing jeggings and that's not going to be comfortable. And the fact that they're not really made from the total sanitized denim that jeggings are is going to make it way too uncomfortable. You're not going to be able to move too much. And when you sit down, you know, like when maybe jeans are a bit too tight or it's maybe pure like raw denim and it's just uncomfortable around your knees and like you, you can't move at all. It's going to feel like that. Yeah, it's... We oftentimes say that skinny jeans are not ideal and you may be thinking, oh my God, I have so many pairs of skinny jeans, right? And everybody says skinny jeans are the best ones to wear. But that's kind of one of the mainstream fashion lies you may have been told, right? Skinny jeans aren't going to be doing any favors to your legs. If you can see your own muscles through the jeans, then that's oh, a God. problem. <laughs> yeah, that is a it's not a problem. good thing. It's not a good thing. So that means the jeans are way too skinny and you need to be going a little bit more roomier. That way you can let your legs breathe a little bit. So, Yeah, and actually, Jordan, have you noticed like TMF on YouTube? He's been doing some of these videos recently where it's, he has girls kind of looking at different fits and like just uh, overall forms for, for guys. And the ones that they seem to be picking out are ones that seem like 
they fit well, but they're not super tight. Like, okay, great. They may have all strong, have like great quads, right? But it's not going to be one where you can see literally like that imprint where your quads are bulging. It's where it's just nice and fitted and formed. It's sort of like, like a Goldilocks room. rule, right? You can't go too skinny and you can't go too big either, right? You need to find the right spot just for you. The problem is, is though, every guy's legs are unique, right? Because of different dimensions and whatnot. So you need to do a little bit of experimenting to find out which brand suits you the best and which sizing suits you the best. Definitely. And one thing to note, though, with skinny jeans, if you're really, really skinny and these are the only ones that maybe they're even baggy on you or they fit as we recommend, then definitely go for these. But the reason we said to avoid is touching back on the ones we recommended. Most individuals... Uh, probably don't fit in this category. So if you do, hey, don't feel bad. Definitely go for these if that's what works well for you. Now, next one is boot cut. This, these are really wider from your knee to the ankle, so it gives this kind of rugged a- appeal, and it pairs very nicely with boots, hence the name boot cut. But for fall and winter with flannels, maybe okay because you're wearing it with boots, but other times it just doesn't really fit the vibe, and it just looks too big in my opinion around your ankles and your calves jordan what's your take yeah these types of boots tend to really swallow up your shoes or your boots entirely so i would say just try to avoid these at all costs they may work in certain parts of the country especially if you're down south for example and you've got your typical cowboy boots but for those of us in the northeast or just most other parts of the country where you're not going to be wearing those big boots or even sneakers for that matter the boot cut will just swallow up your feet And the jeans will become such a dominating aspect of your outfit that everything else will just look completely out of place. So these are one pair of jeans that we would say may have been popular back in the day, but right now it will not do you any favors. So try and avoid these if you can. Yeah, avoid these uh, if you can. As Jordan was saying, they're they're not as popular now. Next is relaxed jeans. These are the roomiest of them all. They are only recommended for comfort, aka when you're at home and you want to wear a pair of jeans and you don't want to wear your sweats like usual. And you want some semblance of, let's say, going outside during a pandemic, but you really can't go outside, so maybe go with these. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, don't wear these outside either, right? They're, they're even more roomier than the boot cuts. And so this is just an example of jeans being way too big. You're going to be drowning in your jeans. And the thing is with baggy clothing, too, is that it's going to make you look a lot shorter than you actually are. And for short guys who are already sort of struggling with that height issue, wearing baggy clothes is going to make you look even more short so don't just, single us out <laughs> i'm not singling you out here i just meant all tall all big guys or all short guys for that matter but yes you call if, me tall there it is, there it is. <laughs> but yes anyway baggy clothes will not do you any favors especially with the ladies so try and keep everything slim keep everything tapered but not too tapered or too skinny as well all right so moving on to our next section of fit and style we've already touched on this a lot but There really is a Goldilocks zone when it comes to buying the right pair of jeans. You don't want to go too big, but you also don't want to be super skin tight or super fitted. The ideal pair of jeans should be really roomy around the thighs, but tapered around the lower legs so that it gives you the comfortability, but also the appearance of having a very slim fit, if that makes sense. So with jeans sizing, this is something that we oftentimes see when we're buying pants, but may not necessarily know about. So we figured we'd clarify things a little bit to give you a clear-cut definition of what exactly those numbers may mean. So whenever you think of jean size, like let's say, for example, my size is 31 by 30. So the 31 represents the hip circumference, where the 30 represents my leg length. 
ideally your hip circumference should be just right so that you don't need a belt to hold up your jeans but you might be in a situation let's say for me for example 31 isn't a very common hip circumference and oftentimes i'm stuck between 30 and 32. so rather than go super tight with the 30 i'll size up to the 32 and in that case i may need a belt but if you can find the right hip circumference for your specific body type you shouldn't need to have a belt to hold up your jeans that's very true. You, like, you won't need a belt. Like, for me personally, I'm a 30-30. And when I get a 30-30, it fits really well around my hip and my waist. Only thing is, yes, they, they fit well. And I know I don't technically need a belt. But having a belt actually helps in a couple ways for me personally. Because I know when I sit down, I think this may happen for some of you guys, where once you sit down in a seat, the back of your jeans maybe start kind of looping or kind of... They have this weird excess fabric i think because once you sit down this his, your hip circumference kind of shrinks a little just due to the nature of sitting down and where then there's that excess excess fabric my god that's a tongue twister at times <laughs> <laughs> that's just kind of hanging off and it creates this weird annoying opening in the back and you don't want it to you don't want it to get breezy and if you're wearing like just a t-shirt or something that's not tucked in it's going to make it really uncomfortable so for me even though the jeans fit well, let's say, just throughout the day, walking around, moving. But as soon as I sit down, they, they really don't. That's where a belt can come in handy. And that's when also you got to be fashionable with your belt. So make sure you pick one that goes with, whether it be a watch you're wearing or your shoes. Yeah, good stuff. A quick little size test that you can oftentimes do when you're in the store. For example, like if you're in the fitting room and you want to see whether or not these jeans will fit, we'll give you guys two tips that you guys can use. So let's say you're in the fitting room and you're trying on a pair of jeans. You should be able to do a full squat and lift your legs comfortably without feeling like you're ripping the jean. If at any point during that squat you feel like it's going to rip in the backside, that means the jean is too tight and you should probably size up. If you feel like they're going to rip, don't really push it because otherwise you're going to be out uh, and you're going to have to pay for an extra pair that you didn't want to pay for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So be a little careful when doing this. But at the same time, you should have some resistance there because if the jeans are too baggy or too loose, you'll be able to kind of pump out 30 squats, no problem. There should be some resistance in there, but it shouldn't be too tight to the point that you feel like you're going to rip the pants, if that makes sense. Another test that you can do is something that Drew likes to call a pinch test, where if you stand normally and then you take the fabric that's on your thighs and pinch it between your thumb and index finger, you should be able to pinch no more than 0.5 to one inch of the fabric. If you're pinching way more than that, then the jeans are too baggy. And if you're pinching way less than that, the jeans are too tight. So make sure you're getting within this ideal range. 0.5 to one inches is usually about halfway up your thumb to like your full thumb for reference. But if you happen to have a ruler, you can use that as well. And like, you know, Jordan, I actually tried that with the sweatpants I'm wearing right now, just because we're at home, we're kind of recording, right? And my sweatpants, and these are the, the pair that fit me so well. And I've kind of used these as sizing guides for any other sweatpants I've gotten after these. And it's this, these actually are right around, I would say, half an inch to like three quarters of an inch when I do this pinch test. So it works well. And you'll, you'll feel that, that difference. If you have pairs that are really have like three inches versus ones that have only a quarter inch, you'll be able to tell how great they fit, how breathable they'll be with this half inch to an inch, but yet how well they still fit and feel like they're forming to your body. 
Yeah, I didn't know about this trick until Drew taught me about it the other day. So I will be trying this next time I'm in the store trying out some new pair of jeans. Hopefully as soon as this pandemic is over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so lengthwise, you should try and avoid excess stacking, right? The most clean pair of jeans are those that end right at your ankle or slightly below your ankle. This is known as a mid-break to no-break when you're looking at pant sizing. It's a common term often used when buying suit pants, for example, and you're asking the tailor how to tailor your pants. But this is also something you can look out for when you're buying the right pair of jeans. You don't want to have a lot of stacking on the bottom, which is sort of fabric that piles up. It looks really ugly and not well put together. And again, the, you're trying to go for a nice clean silhouette. So a mid-break to no-break kind of looks like 0.25 to... 0.5 inches extending from your ankle downwards. So that's the way it should fit. But if somebody asks you, for example, or you want to tailor your jeans and you want them to get that right fit, just tell them I want either a mid-break or a no-break. And you can look up pictures online to kind of get a better idea of what you want. Yeah, and both kind of breaks are pretty fashionable. So go with your personal choice, what works well for you, and you'll be there. Now, we're going to move into our top three outfits. We're going to start with the minimal one. So with this, what it entails is a nice white clean t-shirt, a pair of slim straight light wash jeans with honestly maybe a small mid-break with a olive green bomber jacket, a silver metal watch, and overall that lends itself to a nice polished look. Yeah, you can also mix and match whatever you want. Like So the guy's wearing white leather sneakers. But if you want, you can maybe throw on a different color t-shirt, a different color bomber. The overall aesthetic here that we're trying to convey is just a t-shirt, a pair of jeans, a pair of clean sneakers, and a bomber jacket. You can mix and match the colors however you want, but this is just a really clean silhouette that you can put on if you're, let's say, looking to go out, run some errands, go meet with some friends, go to class, do whatever. This is a very casual outfit that's very versatile in a lot of different settings. And you can wear it on a date, and if you have success, just, hey attributed to lmtls uh, podcast thank you yeah just thank us later <laughs> <laughs> and now moving on to the flashy trendy outfit this is definitely a more streetwear vibe here where it's a big flannel that has a sweater a white sweater and a oversized t-shirt but what's really making this seem even more streetwear like is this pair of ripped jeans has a little bit of stacking here actually and the kind of this white stripe running down the side of the leg on each a side of each leg so this definitely gives it a very hip type of vibe trendy vibe and you know it's someone who's staying with the streetwear culture who's always looking at maybe the the latest drops and releases and they also are pairing wearing a pair of yeezys with this so you can tell it's it's someone who's staying up to date with those trends. Yup, he's got the zebra print Yeezys on. Great look with the rest of the outfit that he's put together. These types of streetwear jeans you can oftentimes find at places like PacSun, for example. They have skinny fit jeans with the stripes down the middle and even drawstrings in the jeans if you're trying to add that to your aesthetic as the image that we have in front of us is showing. So... If you are looking for these types of streetwear jeans, I would highly recommend hitting up PacSun and looking at their selection because they have these types of jeans in a variety of different selections. I did not know that, but that is cool. Now, moving on to my favorite one, the private score, that preppy look. So, <laughs> It's a good so, look. Right, isn't it? So we're looking at basically a nice clean white shirt, 
this one is a button up. So we have a button up here and it's a clean medium brown belt with a sport coat. It's like a beige, what would you say? Like a plaid type of sport coat? Yeah, I would say like a beige tan plaid. I think all those words work. <laughs> Word. And like the, the top is fitted really well, but now it, it looks like the jeans are fitted really nicely too. And it's a pair of dark wash jeans and it looks more probably like a, a tapered or athletic type of fit here, possibly a straight fit. Cause it seems like this guy is also pretty built, but I think what really makes it nice is it goes, the colors go well. The jeans are fitted nicely, which adds a further element to this outfit. Like if you notice, he's sitting in the picture, but even when he's sitting, we don't see his calf muscles underneath, which goes to show that he found the right perfect fit for the types of jeans that he's wearing. Yeah, and like this is the type of outfit you could wear, honestly, uh, to probably several different meetings. I mean, of course, understanding the prof profession you're in, but probably several different meetings, maybe on like a Friday, you could wear it kind of uh, walking about doing, maybe going to a vineyard on the weekend. So there's a lot of different looks you can get with this. Uh, that'll serve you well. Yeah, I can definitely see this. Let's say if I need to go out to a fancy bar with my friends over the weekend, like this is definitely an outfit I would wear. Pretty cool stuff. All right, so now you might be wondering, with jeans, is it really worth going all in? Should I invest a lot of my money in buying a really good pair of jeans or is it okay to save and just buy the ones that I can really afford? And for jeans, it's actually a little bit controversial. Some people say yes, due to the stronger construction of more expensive jeans and the higher amount of denim used. But other people say no, in the sense that you can get the same kind of quality and construction at a lower price. The big thing you need to be overall looking for is just no pilling, no ripping at the seams, no fading at the jeans, and of course, no tearing over time. And again, this comes with experimentation. Some brands are more durable than others, but I would say in this case, if you want to go for the more expensive jeans, why not? But if you can't, try and just stick to the more recognizable brands that are known for their durability. So personally for me, I've been rocking Levi's for years. I've only recently switched over because they don't give me the fit that I'm looking for. But in terms of durability for that price, they are absolutely amazing. So think about it like that and try to approach it from that perspective. Another way to really approach this question is think about jeans as a cost per wear. So let's say for example, you buy $300 jeans and you wear it over the course of six years, maybe a hundred times each year. That's going to cost you around 50 cents per wear and they're likely to last way longer if you take good care of them. So another thing that we often emphasize is don't wash your jeans too frequently. You may be thinking, oh my God, my jeans are going to get so disgusting. They're going to smell all the time. What are you even saying, right? But no, jeans are actually not meant to be washed as frequently as let's say your t-shirt or your shorts, right? They Unless you want like the shrinkage that happens with sweaters, by all means, wash them after, after everywhere. <laughs> yep. The denim fabric tends to fade and shrink and deteriorate after each and every single wash. In fact, jeans aren't even meant to be washed as frequently as some of the other clothes like we mentioned earlier. I remember watching an interview with g Easy where he mentioned washing his dark denim once every two or three months, which in my opinion is a little crazy, but keep in mind he is also buying very, very expensive jeans worth hundreds if even thousands of dollars. But we would highly advise you maybe wearing jeans for two or three weeks, trying to maximize as much wear as you can out of them, and then washing them afterwards. That way you're also going a long way in preserving the quality of your jeans and maximizing that cost per wear that we were talking about earlier. 
And I would say when you wash them, try to do it inside out as often as you can. It's probably going to protect the actual wash and prevent kind of fading or what is that leakage onto other items you're, you throw in the wash too. Yeah, denim staining is a real thing. We oftentimes think of the stereotypical pink or red staining that happens to white shirts when we put red or pink shirts in the washer. But denim staining also happens. You might get some denim stains on your white t-shirts, your white button-ups. So washing them inside out will also help protect some of your other clothes that you're currently washing. And like actually with this worth going all in, I really like in this episode touching on that cost per wear. It, it, it breaks it down. For those of you who really like numbers and analysis and, and, and analysis into a honestly just a numerical analysis that's going to show you, okay, it makes sense if you were to get like a $300 pair of jeans, $200 pair and for the lifespan and the wear you can get out of it. Yeah, I've never really thought about clothing in this way. Maybe other things, but not necessarily clothing. And this is like a really new perspective that I think Drew really got me onto. So thanks for that, buddy. Yes, sir. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're going to move on to what everyone's always waiting for in these episodes, the recommendation ideas. All right. So you know what? We're going to start with the designer brand today. Now with this designer brand, it's a pair that costs not $300, but $250. But we think it's very worth it for a variety of reasons. It's the Rag & Bone Fit 2 Slim Fit Jeans. Now get these in any wash you want, light, dark, gray, whatever you want. But overall, consistently, the their reviews and testimonies from a lot of online blogs and sites, even uh, fashion bloggers, they're saying that these are some of the best premium jeans you can find, and they last for years, like on top of five years, some are going on 10 years. So it really lasts a long time. On a cost or wear basis, basis, they are, what is that, less than 40 cents a wear, probably way lower, probably in like the 10 cents per wear. Wow. So, I mean, it's amazing if they last that long. And they keep their color that long, too. I remember seeing a GQ video about Rag & Bone jeans and sort of their history and how they sort of developed a cult following in the fashion industry somewhat. Again, for a lot of us, we may not have heard of this brand before, but it is very recognized within the fashion community. So if you are looking for that designer brand of jeans that's very durable yet very effective in terms of adding style to your outfit, we would recommend these jeans in a heartbeat. Yeah, like I actually, I was one of those people who didn't know about it before we did all the, the research and I'm, it kind of opened my eyes. I'm like, wait a second, these make so much sense for what you're getting out of it. And like what you get out of it, it's like a great rise in the front and rear. So you know how I was saying with that excess fabric when you sit down, they sit just right on your waist. It doesn't really show too much in the back. It doesn't have too much of the excess fabric even though they're the same 30 uh let's say inches around your waist so whatever they're doing they're doing it right <laughs> and with this it, they just fit well and just overall a, a very polished look with these next we're going to move on to our affordable option now these are the hollister slim taper jeans and actually jordan i want you to take this one over i think you have a lot of personal experience with this one so i think it's only best of you do this one Oh, by all means. <laughs> so like I mentioned earlier, I used to be rocking with Levi's for a very long time, mainly because of that brand recognition and durability. But for my specific leg shape, they just weren't giving me the fit that I was looking for. So on a whim, I decided to go into Hollister and purchase their slim taper jeans. And I was amazingly surprised by the fit that they were able to provide at such a affordable price. 
they have the right blend of denim with spandex in my opinion to provide that stretchy feel that's often present in stretch denim but they also feel incredibly durable like I know for sure if I were to, let's say, wash them every three weeks, I could wear them for like two, three years. I was incredibly surprised. But again, what I really love the most about these jeans is that they were giving me the fit that I was looking for. So I have really big thighs, but really skinny calves. And they were giving me that ideal roominess up top, but that tapering on the bottom that I was really looking for. It was like I finally struck the holy grail of jeans for me. And I was like, yes, I finally found the right pair. So... I would say definitely give this a try, especially if you are in the same sort of anatomical situation that I'm in. They also have a wide variety of color and sizes to choose from, right? They have that elusive 31 hip circumference that I was looking for. Yo, that's perfect for you. So yeah, I was very, very impressed with these jeans and they're incredibly affordable too. I think they, the price fluctuates on average from like 20 to $40. So I would say give these a shot, not only because of the price, but also because of the fit overall. So definitely give these a look all right that's awesome to hear so it's like this this really good nice price point and all the other characteristics you mentioned so guys give it a look and we hope you don't regret it because they're they're a great affordable option we're gonna move on to our hidden gem next now with this one it's the bonobos premium stretch jeans and with this i personally will go with like a dark wash one but go with whatever wash you want here now, the reason we come back to Bonobos and Uniqlo like so often, these, these kind of companies, is they do a lot of things well. Uh, I got to shout out Express, of course. I mean, I love them. so. <laughs> <laughs> but like with these jeans specifically, they have another, uh, they're another pair with great fit, stretch, nice taper in the thighs and calves. It really lends itself to, to this fitted look. But also, not only, let's say, about the slim fit, but they have a whole range of fits for this pair. The athletic, their taper, their slim they're skinny for you guys. They're straight. So with this, it's so many fits that they do a good job with. So that way there's a pair for everyone. So no one's going to be able to, no one's going to miss out on getting a premium pair of jeans that looks really great. It's a very nice dark wash that I would say is like a true dark wash. It does, it's not something that's really going to fade over time. Unless 10 years down the line, fine. But that's a long time. That's still a very long time. Yeah. Can I just be the first one to suggest that we put Bonobos as just our hidden gem brand overall? I feel like they're a very underrated and unrecognized brand that deserves a lot more attention. And the quality of clothes that they put out is absolutely amazing. So, Dude, I, I agree with that. I, I, I'm definitely for that because they do a great job. And actually, Walmart bought Bonobos, I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and I heard about some that. People Right. And like some people, though, have said the quality has gone down a little bit, which I can't speak to because I didn't know them prior to, I guess, the acquisition. But one thing I can say is like the quality is still really good compared to most brands out today and their fit and style. It's also really good and way above average. So I guess some of the reviews you see online, maybe it's relative to what they were before, but what they are today and relative to everyone else, they're great. So please uh, check them out. We really can't say that enough for Bonobos as a brand. Mm -hmm. You just said whatever was on my mind. (laughs) There we go. And next, I would say the all-around best. So Jordan has his Hollister ones. I got my American Eagle ones. So these are American Eagle Airflex next level jeans. And for me, it's their slim fit. Used to be slim taper when they offered it. But these go for like $30, so really affordable. 
they also fluctuate in price similar to the Hollister ones. They'll go between maybe like a 25 to like 50, maybe $60 depending on the time of year. But I usually get these on sale, I think in the latter half of each year. And it's really good because you get several, you can get several pairs of jeans for like 40, 50 bucks, which is amazing. And then these are great. They're simple, affordable, great stretch, stretch, fit and feel. Now, one thing is like, let's say not just when I'm wearing them, but I've read online, a lot of people who have these jeans, they always get compliments and they're always like, these seem to mimic some of the designer brands with their look, their feel and everything. So it's really nice. Only caveat is that I've, what I've experienced and consistently. So I I think there's, there's a lot of truth behind the statement, probably for a lot of you who may also have these jeans. They don't last for like more than four years, really, maybe even three, depending on how frequently you wear it. Possibly two if you wear them literally every day from like day one to day 365 each year. (laughs) But on a cost per wear basis, I would say they do rival the most premium brands like Rag & Bone. So with that, it's something to keep in mind. Like, do you want to kind of buy a new pair, have to buy a new pair every so often or just stick with one pair for so long? So I think that's going to come down to personal preference and nothing that uh, is going to take away from either pair. I personally haven't had any experience with American Eagle jeans. I have had their joggers, though, which I also believe are sort of that Airflex next level line. And those fit incredibly well for joggers. Their build quality and the durability is amazing. So I can only imagine just how well the jeans fit as well. Dude, they, they fit so well. And actually with the joggers, I have two pairs of joggers, same ones. I think that you mentioned just two different colors and they are amazing. They fit honestly better than some of the jeans that I used to get, I guess, before college, before I knew how well things should fit. (laughs) Not bad. Maybe I'll give them a try too alongside the Hollister ones and kind of see which ones are better. Definitely. They taper really well, but back to jeans guys. So the American Eagle ones, you can't go wrong. I would say these are great all around best. And finally, the stay away ones. We're not saying... The brand specifically, we're not targeting any brands, remember, but we're saying Forever 21 jeans, these items that they sell, so they're jeans. There are too many kind of horror stories online of people saying they're they're too thin, they experience wear and tear way too quickly and way too easily, and it's so consistent, so many videos kind of on this and testimonies that, all right, there's a lot to, I guess, be worried about, so that kind of trade-off there isn't worth it. So we would say just steer clear. Uh, especially like Forever 21. I think they're in a whole kind of rebuilding phase. They, I think, dis- declared bankruptcy. So not to say that they're bad business. No, no, no. But just be careful with the jeans. Yeah. And again, whenever we mention stay away products, it's not like we're completely bashing on the companies and being like, oh my God, this company sucks. Don't go and buy from them ever again. It's just that some of their products may not necessarily be the right ones that will complement your guys' fit the best. And in terms of that, quality is also a huge factor, right? You want jeans that are going to be long-lasting and durable. And unfortunately, the Forever 21 jeans just don't offer that, at least in comparison to some of the other options that we have as part of our recommendations today. Yeah, you hit it on the head there. And honestly, with that, Jordan, any last comments for jeans? That's it. I think we did a pretty good job of covering everything we needed today. Hopefully you guys are also able to take away from this podcast a better understanding of what it exactly it means to be wearing a pair of jeans. 
And if you do have any further suggestions for us to cover, maybe even mini episodes here and there are segments, feel free to message us through our Instagram at LMTLS underscore LLC. Yes, that's going to be exciting. And thanks, guys, for uh, staying tuned and just listening to probably our longest episode of the season so far. (laughs) (laughs) Jeans have a lot, a lot uh, that we could say about them and really wanted to make sure we we brought it all across to you guys. All right. With all that being said, we will catch you guys on the next one. Peace.